All right, Bob, let's roll on today's topic. Cool. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's just roll, rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, my gosh. No, okay. That's okay. We got to find a better starting way. Okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay, okay, oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no nonsense at this point. Have you ever thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside my head? It's a scary place. Today's one thing, getting your first Scrum Master job. There aren't many clear paths on how to make this a reality, so I understand we recognize how hard it is to break into this new and exciting role. We're here to give you all the answers you need today. Here we go. Uh, yesterday, I attended, uh, for the first time I was invited to do this Ask Me Anything fireside mm-hmm. chat at a meetup group, and uh, it was related to our diversity focus. Right. Uh, the title of the group is, uh, what is it, like um, Scrum Master's of African descent or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like 200 people in the meetup group. Oh, that's nice size on a oh, Sunday. Well, no, no, the group. Not, oh, okay, in, the, okay, not okay. in the meeting, okay. but in the group. But no, like 50 or 60 people showed up. Wow. And it was from like two to four. So, I mean, I was already blown away, like with the initiative or the focus of the right. of the folks, because it was like, who does, who, yeah. does, who does that on a Sunday afternoon? Right. Um, and it was a, it was a really good talk, but the point, for the Metacasters, that's the backstory. One of the folks, so it was a bunch of cards on a board, and one of the questions is, has stuck with me, and I'm writing something about it now. And it was how to how to interview. I can even phrase it. I can even read it. It says, if you don't have any prior Scrum experience on your resume, how can you show companies that you are capable to do the job? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tried to answer it. I use my daughter Rhiannon as an example because right. she's she's a social worker and she's trying to break into agile stuff, right? Uh, and she has that challenge because there's no there's no mm-hmm. software in in social work, where right. there's nothing, there's no direct experience. Um, but what what stuck with me is I think I got the sense there's a lot of people in this position, and I really wanted to help them, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I had the time or you know sort of you know in a meetup. And then ask me anything, it's just like you're reacting. Yeah, it's rapid fire. It's, it's rapid yeah. fire. So I gave an answer. It was okay. It was good. But And then they were challenging me. Mm-hmm. And they were challenging me around, uh, well, your daughter has Bob Galen. Right. Yeah, that's fair. As, which is fair, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, what about the rest of us? Mm-hmm. So that's actually why I'm writing. I'm like, you know, what would be the advice? So I think there is a secret sauce out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do we say? So, so that's the Metacast today. Gotcha. Okay. How do we, how do we help? What advice do we give to? someone in to land that first time job when you have that really big hurdle in front of you right that you've not done it right and this has come up multiple times for us on my twitch streams just everywhere it's a it's a common challenge and i think it's born out of two issues one there is no well defined how to become a scrum master path 
yes, there's certifications and people tend to start there, but a huge challenge is that so many companies do it differently. And unfortunately, so many companies do it poorly. So then that creates this weird, like, hey, what is a scrum master role? And then you go, you learn what it is, and maybe you get your first job, and it's not even what you thought it was because of the way that company does agile. It's frustrating. Or or you think you're trying to be this thing, but they actually want you to be something else because there's so many companies that do it oddly. So one of the things that came up, and I think it was a different question, uh, it was how do you align with your manager when, when they think scrum master – so when there's a lack of alignment yeah. – in what the job is. So it was another question, but you can draw the connection here to yep, this. Right, exactly. There's this disconnect. Yep. Uh, I've gone to a CSM certification. I've read the Scrum Guide. I know what it is. There's a lot of leaders on the planet Earth right. who think it's a mini project manager or right. something. So, so how do you navigate that? Right. Now, if it's in an interview, you have a problem. Right. Because that's, that's their expectation. Right. Uh, but I see a lot of people that run into that of like, hey, there's a scrum master opening. Yeah. And I go and apply and then it's not what I thought it was. And yeah. then what do you do? Do you yeah. take the job to get the job to yeah. get you your next job or do you run away saying that's like that's not what I thought it was? So, back to the no, original no, no, question. But, fo- but follow that one yeah. for a set, for a little bit. What do you do? What what do we advise in the interviewing case? I, you know, I usually say you have to go with your heart, Mm -hmm. right? So if there's a disconnect, resolve the disconnect and take the job. Right. But if it's the first one, I think that logic needs to be adjusted a little bit. Maybe you do need to take a risk. Maybe you do. Maybe, maybe you take a passive, maybe you take a more passive view and don't disagree with them. Even if it's like an ugly project manager position. Right. But when you do that, you have to go back to our don't get pickled episode. Oh. And you have to like have that dial turned to 12. Yeah. And make sure that you know in your mind what that scrum master job is and not allow yourself to fall into that trap. So, So, yes, take that job. Yes, get it on your resume. But also be ready to... Be disruptive. To be disruptive yeah. and accept reality. And it might be hard, but it also will be some really great lessons learned. Yeah, but I mean, I agree with you, though. One of the worst things you could do is you take it, you get a scrum master on your resume, but you, you've conformed yeah. to this bastardized view. You, It's going to be really – you think it's hard to get that first job. It's right. going to be really hard if you've been – poorly right if you've adapted in the wrong direction as right. a scrum master you're going to have a hard time translating to because you won't even know it back to your pickling point right right you won't even know that you're off track right you're just boldly t- telling them <laughs> you're just telling you're sharing your experience is wrong but i i would i would say take it mm-hmm. you, you, there is almost this like desperately find experience mm-hmm. you need experience uh to some degree on your resume right so that you can it's sort of the springboard for things right but, but okay but so back to how what how do we find that job? how do you break in how do, how do you, you break in how do you do that it, my my advice has always been there's no one stopping you from operating as a scrum master in your current job There's no one stopping you from framing the way you approach the challenges that you have in your current role, whatever it might be, with a Scrum Master mindset. 
to practice those things and do those things. And then as you sit down and talk with somebody and they ask you, what have you done in this role? Talk about the, the things you've done. Don't, don't, don't worry if it's not software engineering or whatever, but like, Hey, I rallied a team. We had a thing we had to go do. We broke it down into small pieces. I, I, we made I progress. facilitated meetings. I managed conflict. Yeah. We had a backlog. Right. Uh, work I, is work. I, we never used the word scrum. Right. Uh, even talk about it. I, ag- I agree with you. I got resistance yesterday, I think, from folks. Maybe I wasn't explaining it. I use, I use it like find opportunities on the job to do scrum stuff or do it in a volunteer. Like at your church, you could do scrum stuff at your church. You could do scrum stuff at your school. Uh, you could do scrum stuff at your kid's school or whatever. Anything that you can do, and it doesn't have to be all of the scrum. Right. Like you could just facilitate a stand up. You could just yeah. suggest stand ups yeah. and facilitate them and make it successful and you would have a story to tell around mm-hmm. that uh, I don't think folks I, I think I think the blocker in everyone's mind is I have to be doing all of scrum right. and it has and, to be intentional and I think when you explain hey I'd like to jump in and help here at work and here's how I think we can do it I think we can break this down into smaller chunks focus on fewer things get them done I'll kind of take the reins and make sure that we have vision of where we're going, transparency, like all of the things that Scrum offers, you don't even have to say the Scrum words. Yeah. And as you just describe, hey, here's the value that this process can bring, and I'll lead it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Yep. People will say, that sounds great. Let's do it. And you're practicing something. Yeah, right. Now, when you talk in the interview, you use the Scrum terms. Yeah. Right? You're doing this, tra- I think there's this translation. When I talk about my daughter, my, my daughter like she's facilitated hundreds or thousands of meetings. Mm-hmm. All right. But she, you know, I don't think she's ever done a scrum or, or very few scrum meetings, but she has great facilitation chops. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, she has to do the mapping in the interview. Right. It's like, take this, this experience that you've either, you have, or you created and, and remap it to use scrum terms. Right. And do it in an honest way. Do it in a, you know, a passionate way. Yeah. But do the translation. Uh, in, in your, and I think you can be effective with that. Uh, conflict resolution mm-hmm. is like managing conflict in a team. Uh, you can translate that to, I have the skills, I've seen conflict in teams, and this is how I would approach that. Right. Right. And scrum masters, you know, would encounter that. And I have some chops in that area. So I, I what I'm trying to say is I think it's a translation sort of exercise. Would you buy that? Yeah. It, it's, it is just a mapping issue. Everybody's trying to do work. Everybody has large, unwieldy projects that maybe have gone awry for various reasons. Scrum is not software specific. It is work specific. I believe every part of an organization, every part of a company could operate in Scrum. They just break down the work they have to do. They size it, they retrospect, they do all the things that we do. And and why does it have to be code? It doesn't have to be. Right. But when you're getting trained, so much of it is framed in that manner. So as a person that's new to the role, it can be hard to rip that piece out and pull it out of your brain and say, Hey, how do I apply it here? Yep. But if, but if you just look at the world as like, we're trying to go from A to B 
and it feels long and daunting. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to break it down. We're going to worry about the first part. Then we'll worry about the next part. Then the next part. Then the next part. And eventually, they're like, hey, you did it. Good job. Yep. Just view it like that. Yep. But I do see, because I've given this advice a lot, and I do see this like mental wrestling match with almost every person I've talked to about this where they're like, I don't know how to do that at my job. And I, and I haven't figured out that blocker that they have where that doesn't feel natural or it doesn't feel like it could work. Meaning mapping scrum stuff. Yeah. I think people want to, I think there's a mental block that we're uncovering where I can't apply for something. It's almost cheating. So Mm -hmm. I heard this yesterday, right? How do I do it? And it feels like I'm a cheat if I tell stories, right? Or if I do the mapping and folks really have, they have, you know, it's either they can, right? I'm interviewing. I've either done it and I can talk about it. Or if I haven't directly done it, I can't. And we're talking about the gray area. And I think folks struggle, one, struggle with the ambiguity of that, but they also struggle with, is it fair? Mm-hmm. And I think it's fair. Um, I wanted to bring up, I wrote, and we should include it with this, with this, I wrote this article, and it was from Ralph Kasuba. I, I borrowed the metaphor from him, and it's called uh, the, uh, the interviewing, like the focus points for agile interviewing. And it was in priority order. It was, ap- it was attitude. Aptitude. So attitude is your attitude. Mm-hmm. Aptitude is your ability to learn. And then skills or ability is your raw skill. So your experience. And we've always interviewed in that priority order, mm-hmm. right? What's your attitude? What's your aptitude to learn? And then what, what skills do you bring to the table? And I think, I think that's a part of now, not all companies look at the world that way. Some companies look at the world that look at the keywords. Yeah. How many years? Can I check all the boxes? And they check all the boxes. And so I don't think you can do what we're talking about with a company that is a box checker right. or a keyword checker. Right. Uh, and that's small companies and big companies. But if you, if you encounter a company, and I think you interview with these things in mind. Yep. And I'm not saying skills don't matter. But I think I think attitude and aptitude trump skills. I mm-hmm. just I, we can train you, right? If you if you're bringing like the right I yep. don't the right equation, right? The right toolbox, the right mental posture, uh, then I think I I you know we can train you to be a kick-ass scrum master. Uh, so I think it's I think a key is understanding that, uh, and then looking for companies that filter that way. Mm-hmm. And, and setting yourself up then for this mapping. So a company that's doing attitude, aptitude, and, and, uh, ability, if they're prioritizing in that way, then these stories will resonate with them. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? They'll, yeah. they'll land. You're not cheating. You're mm-hmm. landing. And in fact, it'll be an exciting conversation in the interview. React to what I said. Does it make sense or finding them? I, I agree. I think, and it's transitioning, but, Unfortunately, many of the companies that have a ton of roles are box checkers. Yeah. And it's often created by the fact that they have a ton of roles. So they're in this hurry to fill all these seats because the budget just opened and all this stuff. And so they're trying to interview and trying to like lock things in. So it can be harder to find that company that views things the right way. But I agree 100%. I, I, I stopped caring about the languages 
that engineers we have use, talked about that right? before it just, here. It, it, what happens in the world that what 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 we need is we need collaborative problem solvers. Yeah. So can can you look at a complex problem, break it down, and work with your team to solve it? That that's that's really what winning looks like. And that's the storytelling we're talking about, yes. right? And bring those stories. And and I'm not. I don't think I got this across to these people yesterday. Like I think they felt I was bullshitting them or something. But I I literally get excited about attitude and aptitude yeah. before skill. I I just do right. because I know those people will. That that's the kind of people that I want to add to my team. Exactly. Right. Yes. And I know. It, I mean, maybe they don't respond day one. I don't care. But that's how are we going to cohese yeah. as a team? I, I I guarantee you, if you're listening to this episode and you're trying to get that next Scrum Master role and you've just like rammed your head into that wall a thousand times, I guarantee there is something in your current job that is broken and that you can take the lead on collaboratively solving that yep. with your teammates and yeah, you can probably kind of lead the way, playing the scrum master role and being the shepherd and doing all those things. But there is an issue. There is something that is broken that maybe you've tried to fix a couple of times. Maybe your boss has tried to fix. Maybe who knows what. But I bet you can rally the troops around. Hey, you know what? Let's let's try this one more time. And there's a story to tell. Absolutely. So you're bringing that agile mindset. So it's it's not just you know a sort of attitude aptitude. It is, but bring that. Bring that mindset. Mm-hmm. Bring that can-do mindset. Bring that energy. Uh, we talk about leadership. Bring bring that intangible leadership and talk about that. Now, that- and and you have your regular job, so you're going to have to go above and beyond and do a little bit more. But if you want to get where you want to go. You're going to have to do a little bit more. It's not going to just fall in your lap. Uh, you have to make it happen. So that's when I was writing, I'm writing this blog post. And I don't know if I'll have it posted, but we can get it to the Metacasters mm-hmm. whenever I post it. But I think I started out with, and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, so that I think people are like part of the, part of the question is couched. How do I get a job? They, they didn't say it this way. Right. And, but how, you know, how do I easily find a job? You're not going to, right? You don't have the experience, <laughs> right? Right, and and not every employer is. There are going to be check the box employers, so you're going to have to filter the employers. You're going to have to work your butt off. You're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to be persistent. You're going to have to be thick skinned because mm-hmm. you're going to get rejections. But I think if you're relentless about it and you, and you prioritize it this way, you're going to find. You're going to land somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is you have to do the hard work to find those stories, mm-hmm. right? To your point. Don't find them. Create them. They're well, that's there. What, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Create those stories in the job uh, after the session. And, or one guy, the the leader of it, he said, well, this, this counts. And I would agree with him. Mm-hmm. Like attending. Tell a story. On a Sunday, I attended this meetup for two hours. I engaged. And I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I learned three things during that meetup with Bob Galen. This is what I learned. Mm-hmm. And I applied them. So it's it's practicing on the job, but it's also, like, it's hard work. Right. It's it's extra effort. Uh, but I think, like, a, like showing initiative. Like, I, you're not just, oh, the only learning I've had is a Scrum Master certification that the company paid for. Mm-hmm. And I haven't picked up anything since then. Right. Well, and you, I haven't put it into practice. Right. 
I actually don't care. You could have three years of Scrum Master experience. If you have that kind of attitude, I'm not going to hire you. Right. Right? So bring curiosity. Bring hard work. Bring your, what What have you done to learn the role to into play? And what have you done to practice it? That's part of the stories to tell, I think. Yeah. That, to, to me, that I want this so bad. Here's what I've done. I am, I am admittedly not a scrum master in my current role, but I care so passionately about becoming a scrum master. Here's how I operated as a scrum master how in cool my current job. What, what kind of a freaking story is that? Yeah, that is so, right. I'm like, okay, here, here's the offer. Uh, I, you know, I, and not everyone's going, but I'm, I'm on that. Yeah. I'm on that. Yeah. Talk to me. Tell me more about what, yeah. what have you done to get off your butt? And that's the, and, and I, I actually think that works. Mm hmm. I think that works in a in a variety. That's not just Bob and right. Josh saying yes to that. There right. there is a there is a group of companies. There's yes. a genre of leaders who will resonate with that, that want good scrum masters. Now, you will undoubtedly interview with some company that does not think like that and you will be terribly frustrated and it will be painful and the interview process will just suck. But that's okay. Thick skin. Right. Get, it, it, I don't And and it's easy for me to say with a job, but you might not want to work there. You might be really frustrated working there, but that's a great opportunity to refine your interview skills and be Absolutely. ready for the next one. Absolutely. And then there will be that company that is looking for scrum masters to make a difference like you have that have shown a willingness to go figure things out. Something that felt impossible six months ago, you helped create as a reality. Welcome to our Diversity and Inclusion Minutes. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Bob Galen. So I have something, Josh, that I did, um, and it and it weaves into the episode that I'm really I'm really excited that we weaved, mm -hmm. we wove it weaved it into the <laughs> woven it, <laughs> it into the episode. Uh, but I was invited. Leon Sabarsky um, was nice enough to invite me uh, with I forget his name, uh, a, a young man who works with him at Blue Cross Blue Shield, North Carolina, a scrum master. And they have a group. It's called Scrum Masters of African Descent. It's a meetup group. Uh, we'll put a link in in the the cast. And uh, they invited me in for an Ask Me Anything, a fireside chat yesterday. And it was a two-hour fireside chat. And it was just, it was wonderful. And like 60, it floated. The I was looking at the count on Zoom. It mm -hmm. floated between like 50 and 65 or something on a Sunday afternoon. Right. Uh, I thought that was an outstanding yeah, turnout. It was very good. Uh, we had a little board. We had questions. I didn't get to all the questions. I obviously I was wordy, right? No. So, yeah, I know. I didn't get to all of the the questions, uh, but it was an outstanding session. And then uh, one of the questions inspired this episode. So I'm I'm pleased to try to explore. It. I'll let them know when this is posted. Yeah, cool. And and look for that on Meetup, everyone. Uh, it's, it's a meetup group. I think they meet every other weekend on Sunday afternoons. Uh, and it's, it's, it, it was a, just a really curious, outstanding group. So I would encourage you to join the group. Yep. And I've got nothing sad, Josh, but a promise, but, a promise, but, uh, this, this section of the podcast, hopefully inspires you the same way it inspires me that you think about what have I done? And if you haven't done anything, okay, cool. That's in the past. Maybe do a retrospective maybe figure out why you maybe do a scrum mastery thing and figure out, Hey, why am I not delivering on that thing I want to do? And then make a change. 
So that's where I'm at. I've hit this rut where I haven't done enough in the diversity and inclusion world. So I've got to fix that. Maybe we could pair on something too. Ooh, look at you all scrum mastering. We could pair. Wow. Right. So, okay. In fact, we should pair more often. That would, that would, when my energy is down, look at us, look at us <laughs> going here. I'm so proud of us. All right. Back to the, back to the episode. Back to the awkwardness. And you just, you inspired me. I do think because this is a different interview style mm -hmm. and you're leading with attitude and aptitude that you have to practice your interview. You don't, I don't think you go into the interview cold. I think you have to practice your storytelling with someone mm -hmm. like a say, like a partner or a colleague. Uh, and because it's a different, it's a different style of interviewing. It's a, because you're doing this mapping and, and it, I think it's easier to tell like your experiential stories than it is to do the mapping stories. Yeah. So all I'm getting at is practice. Right. So when you go in and if you have one of those, like those terrible interviews that Josh talked about, come out, learn from it, but also go in and do some safe practicing. I do some mock interviews with people occasionally, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm willing to do that with people. And, uh, so I'm literally, you know, usually it's a natural coach role, but I'll, I'll do a role play and it's a real interview and I'll ask real questions mm -hmm. and see how they respond. And normally folks really suck the first time. Uh, I'll record it, and then they can play back and learn it right. and stuff. And in this virtual environment, a lot of people are doing virtual interviews. You can sort of learn from that stuff. Yeah. But you have to practice. What do you What do you think? I agree. It's one of those things that you do very rarely. Yeah. You interview very rarely. And, oh, now you're interviewing that, and, and you don't interview that often. And now you're doing it for a new role. So, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you've interviewed for role A, but yeah. now you're going through the process for role B, yep. and it might be a little bit different, and they might ask different questions that yep. maybe you weren't prepared for, because guess what? You've never done it, and that's yep. okay, but you've got yeah. to get the party started. Yeah. Anything we're leaving on the table, I'm trying to think of. I wanted to, I'm, I'm looking at this article I'm writing. It's It's like... Here's what I wrote at the beginning. Let me start by saying this. Finding and landing any job is, is really hard, uh, even if you have experience. So get your courage up. Get your persistence up. Get ready to work really hard at it, really hard, and thicken your skin up a bit. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, but I think it's attainable. Yeah. Right? So I, Yeah. I, if you care enough. It will happen. Yeah. Yes, it will be hard. Yes, there is, there might be privilege that others have that you might not have. The number of companies in your area that actually do agile maybe might be relatively low. So your pool of available companies to go get a job might be very slim. Yep. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. Yes, it will be harder. Accept that 100%. But you can, you can make that happen. Or now the world is very different and remote, especially in the U.S., is, is the norm yeah. now. And it might be the norm for quite a long time. So the opportunity that maybe your current location doesn't offer that, but I know remote is a new thing that people can do. Remote Scrum Master, also kind of hard. So, so let, me, let me see how you respond to this, though. Like I've been talking to my daughter about trying to get her to look for coach scrum master roles, and I think I think it's because of the nature of the role. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't know if a software developer with no skill, no experience, I would hire them. I'll just say that, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm devaluing it, right? It's attitude, aptitude, uh, ability, skill. But I need some of that, Mm -hmm. right? Like never writing a line of code. But I actually think the role and the role of product owner, I would never, you know, you need some product experience. Mm -hmm. But I actually think the role of Scrum Master, because the nature of it, the soft nature, the facilitative nature, the leadership nature Mm -hmm. of it, a lot of people can translate in. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like actually raise the bar, like get your enthusiasm up, (laughs) because I think that that's a unique role that people can translate from the outside in. They really can and be incredibly effective at it. Right. And that goes back to the thing I've said a couple of times that work is work. Yeah. and Scrum is a process that can be applied to any challenge, any work, any project that you have going on. Just view it as that. And and, and oftentimes, I think you, you'll have more success at your current job if you do Scrum without saying the words. Yeah. If you just say, hey, I think every morning it would be really good if we just spent like five minutes and and like we just updated each other on where it's at. We talked about what we did yesterday, what we're doing today, and what we think might like slow us down. And then let's solve that and then go. And then everybody go do their thing. And then tomorrow we'll do it again. And then like, hey, every two weeks, like let's let's get a little bit of plan for what we're going to do. And let's, or let's have a retrospective. Right. Yeah. We made a mistake. Why yeah. don't we figure out what was a root cause right. or something? Right. Or like you said early on, a creative problem solver. We have a problem. Most teams freeze. Most, yeah. pe- most people want someone else to do that for you. Yeah. Right? Well, it's, oh, my God, we're stuck. And then everyone is stuck. Yeah. And it's like, if you're that spark plug, if you're that energizer bunny, if you're that scrum master, if you're that leader... Uh, and, and you're right. There's the scrum terms and things and the mm-hmm. backlogs, but there's also just the attitude. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? The attitude. I'm a, I can't stop. I can't be frozen. I'm a right. scrum master. Right. I yeah. have to figure this out, yeah. not solve it, but I have to create energy in the team to figure out how we overcome it. Uh, that's going to shine through in mm-hmm. the, in the interview, right? Mm-hmm. I want people like that on my team. Yeah. But, but, but you're right. The opportunity to practice that role exists right now for everybody. You know what? I'm getting, I'm really warming up to this. It's like, why not? Yeah. It's almost like everyone should have a scrum master mindset, right? Right. Yeah. The, right that, I mean, there's not, not scrum, not be a scrum master, but have that mindset mm-hmm. and bring it to bear. I agree. I agree. I feel really good about this Metacast. Okay, so if you listen to this and you still feel like there's a nugget left on the table or we didn't answer something, please, please reach out to us. How can you do that? There's two channels where we respond normally. On Twitter, at Meta-Cast, all spelled out. Or in Discord, which is in the, the the show notes below. So click that link, join in. There's channels. Bob and I are there. Other listeners are there. You ask the question, you will get help. Guaranteed. So if we didn't answer something, please let us know. Because we're trying to we're trying to help you solve this problem. And we think we addressed all the things, but maybe we didn't. And if we didn't, please let us know. Now I'm gonna say something challenging. Oh. But not, don't reach out if you want to be spoon-fed a job as a Scrum Master. You you need to approach us with the attitude and aptitude that we talked about. So if you're just looking to be handed something, you need to listen to another podcast. But if, you, if you're like, 
if you're energized by this discussion and you just need some confidence and some guidance, then we're here for you. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't alienate. You're giving me that look. We'll find out. Yeah. I mean, Bob's right, right? It, 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 and that attitude has to come first. So if you go back to what you started at, like the, the attitude has to come first. Right. And, and we will help you. And, and I, at some point you will find that job, mm-hmm. right? Someone will see you as the shining light scrum master, you know, candidate. Yep. But to your point, you have to make it happen. Yep. All right. From beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina, I'm Bob Gamble. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care of y'all.